Welcome to another episode of the BSR Show. We are the Black Series Rebels. With me, as always, is my boy, Stephen Ellis. Hey, Alex. How you doing? Hope everything's good. Everyone listening out there, don't forget, hit that like button, leave us some comments. I don't know. Do what you do in podcast land. And coming to you in a 4-3 aspect ratio in black and white, because that's the new trend for the season, Cisco Kid. Happy moving day, my boys. <laughs> and of course... We're joined this week by the only one on this podcast that still loves Star Wars. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We all still love Star Wars. Welcome to the show, Ken Knapsack. Yay! Yay! I have theories about the space war picture, and I'd like to share them with you. Great. Great. We're off to a good start. We're off to a good start. This is, of course, the month of new, and somebody on our show this week has some new endeavors that they've just sort of let into the world. They're creating, they're doing big things. They're making big choices. They're practicing what they're preaching. And that is our boy, Ken Knopsock. So fuck it. Let's get right into it. Steve hit me with something to get hyped. You want to get hyped, Alex? What do you want to get hyped on? Let's get, I don't know. Is it like this? Is it like this? Ken Knapsack, how you doing, brother? Uh, Mr. Backus, I'm doing great. It's so good to be here. I can see you all. I know everyone's listening, but it's, I, I love my BSR boys. Steve, Alex, Cisco, uh, Joe Buck. You guys are all the best. <laughs> Joe Buck's in the okay, corner. I'm here with that Joe Buck shit. I don't have a super problem with Joe Buck, but I get it. And I just love during like baseball playoffs football games just to follow Cisco, just being like, it's always funny to me when there's like someone who's just like what do you mean joe buck's great i mean like like, no no one loves joe buck that's the thing is that like you either can't stand him absolutely or you're just like i get it i know why people don't like him yeah no i do i mean i like i love his father who doesn't love jack buck you know tomorrow night uh, love Jack Buck, but yeah. Anyways, Alex, you should go on YouTube and check out Artie Lang back in the day on the Stern Show. Just give us a buck. No, no, no. It's not Artie Lang on the on the Stern Show. It's Artie Lang on Joe Buck's yeah. show, oh. killing him <laughs> on his own talk show. He basically got him canceled after after one or two episodes. He did. It's crazy. It's like me, me coming on and getting BSR canceled. Just he, Artie Lang was so bad and so at Buck that HBO was like, "Well, this ain't gonna work." He just, dude, he did nonstop throughout the entire segment, just roasting Joe Buck unmercifully, and Joe Buck had no clue what to he's do. A, he's a baseball uh, announcer, right? Like in the playoffs? Yeah. Baseball, yeah. football, yeah. And his yeah. dad was, you know, legendary Jack Buck, the late Jack Buck, uh, St. Louis Cardinal announcer. And it just, uh, you know, you know, not every not every kid can, you know, I think he's okay. I, I But I, I'm not, I will never defend him to Cisco. I never would dream of that. <laughs> never. Cisco, Cisco has like... There are some opinions that oh, yeah. Cisco has that truly are All right. like All right, Cisco. their lines Cisco. in the sand. Cisco, it's mm. you, Joe Buck, Bill Simmons stuck in a room together for a weekend. Who's what's happening? <laughs> like, is the question how long before I murder both of them? Who do you kill first? <laughs> Who do you kill first? It's probably Bill Simmons first. <laughs> wow. I, yeah. I mean, again, I'm, no, I'm not defending him either, but that's a that's a that says a lot. Now Bill this is, Simmons. Here's a big, here's my big problem, and I think the reason why Bill Simmons is the ultimate POS is because uh, of his like 
I, like just unadulterated hatred towards Kobe for all of his career. And then as soon as Kobe passed away, it was like, oh, yeah, I was wrong about him. And it's just like, oh. you're just the worst. Yeah, it's, it's, he's, he's a Bostonite. You know, what are you going to do? This just turned yeah. into a sports show. Welcome <laughs> to BSR AM 50. When I said month anew, I didn't mean like fully changing the entire <laughs> aesthetic and point of view of the show. Like, come on, boys. I did that. I just haven't seen you, you boys in a while. So anyways, we can get it back on track. I'm sorry. <laughs> where, where do you want to? We were so, this, this show was on task. It was efficient. And we, we brought back an old element into the show. And next thing you know, we're on, what do you do? Kill Ben, Bell, Bill Simmons or Joe Buck in a deadly knife fight. <laughs> uh, we, <laughs> we are in the month of new last week. We talked all about, you know, new, new, new things that you can do to sort of renovate your life in the new year. We learned that Cisco's not a big resolution guy. Ken, are you a resolutions guy? I uh, I love the new year, but I'm more of a goals versus resolution kind of snarky guy. Like I, resolutions are good, but it's like let's actually make them happen. And and I and I like the closing of the year and the turn of the page. I can get behind that idea. So yeah, a little bit of yes and no. So I mean specifically 2020, right? Like that definitely was the type of year where, although you know, not not to peek too much behind the curtain, but it's Wednesday today. Today mm. felt like the first day of 2021, though, a little bit, right? Like we can all agree, it felt like the new year started today. There, there was a lot of unexpected uh, release, releasing of tension for me personally, and and meaning like we all probably carried a lot of this weight over the last four years or the specifically the last year, and even though you're very aware of it, to actually kind of feel it fall off. It affected me in a way of like, oh, I didn't know I had like a 40 pound sack of tension on my back. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I was at uh, the, the Ralph's we call it a 45 pound. Sack? Yeah. 44, we had a, I had a 45, <laughs> 45 pound sack of stress just barking in my ear nonstop. Yeah. No, it just I went I went to a Starbucks real quick on a work break yeah. and I just noticed I was like, everybody just seems a little more mellow today. Ken, if you didn't know Alex is uh, a coffee connoisseur. I don't know if you've ever heard of this little, ch- this little store called Starbucks. It's oh, yeah. they're rare. They're they rare. Serve this drink called coffee that Alex introduced this to. It's amazing. Yeah. 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 I thought it was only, hard. only the ultimate of ultimate coffee connoisseurs go there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I go, yeah. I go to that one too. I, I go to, uh, I go to uh, that and the cafe BNA. It's oh a, yeah. Yeah the high end, high end spot. But, but yeah, no, yeah, Alex, you're right. There just was like, you know, I always watch for history stake, like inaugurations or anything. And, and, you know, four years ago was like, I mean, it's got to get better, right? Nope. 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 Um, but this is, yeah, this was, this was uh, like I said, some tension relief. So that's a great start. I, I'll count that. I think, I think our pal Scrimshot tweeted out. This is like second new year. It really did feel like second new year. I gotta be honest. I didn't watch today. I was, uh, had a like too much anxiety about like what might happen and mm, you know I can see that. So sure. I my wife was watching it, kind of like semi watching it in the other room while I was working, and I had my my ear kind of on it, but I wasn't paying too much attention to it. I'll I'll probably take a look at like highlights and stuff later tonight when I, before when I'm winding down for bed. Honestly, but. I was more interested in the Kamala stuff just to see that history take place. Like yeah, sure. you know, I, I lo- you know I think Joe Biden's a, a nice enough guy. I'm very happy he's the president. But for me, it was more interesting. Just I think it's important to partake in 
history like that, especially with, you know, my, my wife is a woman of color. So it was really pretty special and amazing to see her kind of take that in and what that represents. Her mother was very affected by it. My mother was very, it was, it, it just, it goes to show you how important something like that is when you yeah. see the people who are finally seeing themselves represented in the second most powerful person in the world, just standing right there. And that's pr- pretty awesome. So I, I tuned in for that, but there yeah. was a point where I was like, this is like to quote Scott Pilgrim. This is, this is, this is boring. <laughs> I got up and walked away. Cause it's like, it's exactly what it should be. It's a bunch of, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's funny. Cause Cisco, I kind of had the same sort of, uh Oh, biting my nails. But then yeah. as I watched, but I think that's because that's what we've been trained in the last four years where it just everything the whole time, just, it could get better. Right. And they, no, they double down, they triple down to the point where like up until the very last second, it was like, mm-hmm. okay, like nothing will surprise me today. And it was so yeah, like yeah. boringly normal. Right. It's like dating me. Uh, it's, uh, you know, you know, I'm going to sit on the couch most of the time playing animal be the show, but at least, uh, you know, I'm not going to cause you any problems. Yeah. <laughs> so, the country starting anew. Yeah. We're all starting anew this year. Ken, you are starting very anew. Now you have a new project yeah, that yeah. you were working on called the good people association or the GPA for the folks listening at home, give them the, the little, the little basic pitch. And I want to talk to you more about this project. Yeah, it is a, a company that is uh, co-founded by me, Josh McCuga, Mark Riley, and Eric Bass of the band shine down. It is a production company, which love to talk about that with you boys on and off air production company, digital brand empire of fun. It is right now for the most part, you know, it is a, a YouTube and Twitch channel, uh, with some pop culture and all those kind of normal things, but it's also bent on making sure we hashtag find the good and look for the good out there. A lot of charity. It's going to be, uh, on the channel, uh, Things like teacher features. We're featuring teachers all around the, the nation, perhaps even the world, uh, to sit with them and, and just get behind things. And, and hopefully soon we can get back out more e- easily, get, actually get out and do local charities and just kind of have our, have our, 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 our listenership um, focus on that as well. We figured that's something that we could do as well as just having some fun. There's going to be board game shows and silly, stupid stuff. Today we did a five-hour uh, Twitch stream of just our, a crockpot cooking because uh, the day of our main show, we cook a crockpot dinner, and then uh, on the main show on YouTube, we eat it. Um, <laughs> so it's silly stuff like that, uh, uh, but also uh, spreading, pr- spreading some, uh, some positivity and good vibes. So now, for, m- I'm sure most of our listeners know and are, are aware of you and your other work. Uh, those are folks from your your days on Collider. Now you've known the you've known Riley for a long. Same with Makuga as well, yep. right? So you the three of you met. Did you meet doing Screen Junkies or Collider? Like when did the three of you meet? We we all officially met on Schmoes. I had uh, known of Riley. He was a pal of Harloff's for years. I mean years. And and when I was doing stand up with uh, Christian Harloff, I never really met Mark, but he was a screenwriter and came this close to selling a big He-Man reboot script. It was one of those uh, things that happened that he got so close, uh, but it's made a film and those kind of things. Then he came on the Shmosno podcast as, as one of our crew members. Then Makuga actually had met in stand-up a few years prior, but we didn't know each other. 
Um, and then uh, same with Schmoes, and then uh, worked together. We were all the, the writers of Collider. They hired us to write that show for Jeremy Johns on Verizon Go 90 when Verizon Go 90 was just like, everyone, take money. And uh, that lasted about a year. So, yeah, yeah, we um, we all decided to, uh, you know, we had an opportunity with uh, Eric from Shinedown to, to create something and see, see what can happen. So, you know, when you start something new like this, that ha- I mean, I know I, I, I've had the feeling, but sort of that feeling of nervousness, that feeling of, you know, oh, this is I'm taking on another big endeavor. Uh, what let's 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 bear a little bit for our audience listening back home, because I'm sure a lot of them are thinking about, oh, I want to start a podcast or, oh, I want to start a YouTube channel or, oh, I want to do that thing. And one of the reasons why I thought it would be fun to bring you on is to even hear that, you know, people that are incredibly experienced with this, there's still trepidation to choices like this. How did it feel starting something new from the ground up like this? Uh, it's terrifying and it's still terrifying now. We, at the time of this recording, have already launched, you know, publicly on YouTube. We did a 10 and a half hour live stream and, and we have, uh, we don't have a Patreon page, but we have uh, what I'm calling like a sustaining membership. We have some support clubs that, uh, you know, I listen to a local radio station, 88.5 uh, KCSN and it's, it's a public radio station. So it's like, it's, let's try something different. You know, let's try it. It's our own ecosystem of support. We're not relying on another website other than, you know, YouTube or Twitch uh, funds coming in. Uh, and we had a small amount of backing, like enough to get a space. Um, and that sounds all great. And five years ago at my old day job, I would have been like, yeah, this is a no brainer, but it, it is a, brainer <laughs> you have to think about it because you know i spent most of my day today you know trying to track down a certificate of insurance for the from uh you know for the for the property manager and uh workers comp assurance in la and uh, in california and how we're covered and you know because we have an employee now and all you know and that's the big thing that gets a little overwhelming it's not fun and you think just kind of you kind of touched on it, alex is like it this is a commitment and that's the big thing. And I've taken a lot of inspiration from you three and what you've done and working with you over the years when I met you guys the first night and it's like, yeah, I've seen your YouTube show and to learn that you guys are were more than that and how you approached your business and the skills and the producing and production skills uh, you had and, and how you raised funds and how you, 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 you can support yourself. I, I, I took a lot of inspiration with that going into this. Uh, and I'm, I'm scared and I'm sure you guys uh, are probably still scared. <laughs> as well. I mean, don't get me wrong. The, the pandemic has wreaked havoc yeah. <laughs> on what this show is all about and what we do. Like it, it really has like mm-hmm. for the first six months, we couldn't get pins made. We still barely yeah. like it's been so hard to get back into a rhythm of it. And people are still super supportive. And, right. you know, we made a giant transition and we said, fuck it. We're going to do it anyway. We don't, we don't care. Mm-hmm. We can't, I can't do this anymore like this. And yeah. went through a lot of different changes in 2020. But, you know, one of the things that's admirable, admirable about what you're doing is, is this is a very scary time to just say, I'm going to start something new, mm-hmm. but there's also something kind of great about doing it at its most volatile, right? There's something kind of in like thrilling about that. How mm-hmm. are the other, your other guys feeling about where you guys are at? Like, obviously everyone's stoked, but everyone's you know. stoked, but same thing, you know, we all had different things. Uh, since being laid off a of collider in January, 2018, you know, we're coming up on what three years. Like I, I've worked really hard to get established on my own. And I have, you know, I'm talking to you in my home studio. I have, I could stream, I can do all that kind of stuff. Uh, and I still do that. And that still exists. And I still have a Patreon page. And I still have that just because, you know, you got to keep a, a bunch of plates spinning just to eat in this city. Um, 
Riley had that too. Josh didn't have that. Josh had went off and shot a show for the History Channel right at the start of the pandemic, right right before it, and came back to find the industry completely changed. The industry shut down. Collider gone. Like he was like, and he had nothing, you know. So he's been running around like, what do we do? So yeah, um, it's uh, we're all kind of wonderfully terrified. But that's the thing. We literally had to build. We literally built the studio. We got this office and we had wood and carpet and walls. And I'm not a cons- construction guy. Josh kind of is. And we carefully with masks on and when we could and be, be there at the same time for two months, built this studio physically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you look, we look at it even today before I came back, uh, back home here to record with you guys. It's like, you look, we looked around we're like, wow, this actually exists. It actually exists. So yeah, yeah, you can get to that. You can get to that point and feel good. Yeah. What about you, Steve? I mean, like when you when you take a look at uh, GPA, does that it kind of brings back memories of our building the our set back in Chatsworth? Well, it's just it's funny. There's one thing at the end there I want to touch upon that with Ken was talking about look taking a look around at the set and be like, "Whoa, this is a real thing," um, and it made me like nostalgic for having a place to go that reminds you of this sort of tangible physical thing that we would go do every week that we have not, the three of us have not had the opportunity to do in almost, almost a year. Right. We'll be at a year here pretty soon. Yeah. Like, and it's just, it's weird to think about. And it, it was so un, like, honestly, it was so unceremonial. Is that a word? Probably? Yeah. It was, it was like, there was un, in, yeah. Basically when Alex and I ran up there real quick and, like tore down the set because of the pandemic and everything. We just were like, get in, get out. Okay. Bye. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so mm-hmm. it's sort of weird, but hearing you talk about what you're doing and sort of all of that, it makes me reminisce of starting out and building all of that and having our sort of lack of a better word clubhouse to go to, but it was sort of, it was also a very professional setting mm-hmm. um, and felt very real and tangible. I miss it. I miss it a lot. I'm stoked. I'm stoked for you guys, man. Like, man. Yeah. Uh, it's, there's a lot of cool things and, and, and we hope to, you know, we actually, we can talk about it when when you're ready to talk about that side of it too, but it's like, we want to make things too. And I know that's important to the three of you. Um, how I love, I, you know, force center still going strong. Me and Scrimshaw and Jennifer Landon, when she can, we're still talking star Wars and I still, I am doing a big game of Thrones thing on my podcast. uh, Casually talk. I'm doing a big game of Thrones rewatch. I love that. I didn't move here for that. I didn't come down here for that. I came here to make things and I've made some things, but now I want to get back to actually doing and chasing some of those dreams. I let slip away five, 10 years ago. And that's another, that's the other new thing. Well, one of the things that I try to convince myself is that there are no, there aren't step back. You didn't take a step back by doing things like four center. You didn't take a step back doing things like casterly talk or doing fandom podcasts. Those aren't step backs. They might be step sideways, but mm-hmm. I really don't think they're even that I, I, re- I really don't. I think it's every single thing that a creative does feeds every little choice you can make further down the road. So like you, when you do collider, Right. You could, you could say like, Oh, well, you know, collider ended, blah, 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 blah. But look, I mean, all of, all that did was solidify friendships and relationships that yeah. would then lead to this next step, right? Like doing force center, doing castle talk. That's, you know, yeah. ostensibly the same thing as GPA, 
but it leads you to this place where you go, okay, cool. I've now got to a place where I've made all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it, it might be podcasts about whatever, or, you know, it, it also, I would also encourage you cause I do this a lot is like, don't diminish your work just because it's not the thing you desperately want to be doing. Like no. everything, everything is still creativity. I think when I was on your show, I would talk about that. It was like, yeah. no matter what it is, it serves a creative purpose. So yeah. like those podcasts serve you just as much as like, you know, anything else would leading up to GPA. But when, like when it comes to making stuff, let's get like, let's get specific because we're in the new year, new you. Let's like pretend the audience isn't there. Like what is, when Ken moved to Los Angeles, what was it Ken wanted to be doing? Ken wanted to be doing sketch and improv to get to Saturday Night Live. And he came to town. It turns out 10,000 other people had the same dream. No, um, uh, screenwriting, uh, writing, um, uh, performing is, is secondary always in that side of it. I'm not a great actor. I do have some fun every now and then, but, uh, yeah. So I, I have, uh, you know, the idea to, to make, uh, some shorts or maybe make a movie. And, and I've, I've gone down that path a little bit in the past. Um, but you're right. And you're very right. I don't want to uh, not highlight what you said, Alex. It's very true. Um, I, the example, like right before a month before the lockdown, uh, my car was totaled in an accident and I lost it and I got totaled. The insurance company said it's done. And, and my friend sold me his beat up car for a dollar. It's 20 years old. I'm driving around. I was really kind of pissed. And then I got a small check, but you know, a check for the insurance company for the car. That's ended up what I lived on when the world shut down and yeah. so I can go, I, I couldn't tell, I couldn't see it then, but that actually was what was going to keep me alive food wise and shelter for a little bit of time. And so that's kind of life. You look back and go, ah, yes, yes, yes. And including the, we, we joke about it, but I, that day I was like, you know, there's that comic shop nearby. Those guys that I see do that show BSR. Let me go, let me go see what they're doing. And, and we met and, and uh, just immediately connected with you guys over your professionalism. You talk about coming to set and it's like, yeah, oh, cool. You're paying your talent. You're paying your people. You're running a good show and you're just doing, and yeah, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. You look back and, you know, maybe, maybe Alex directs a movie that, uh, you know, I, I, I have Steve produce for us. You know, you never know. This sounds great. I didn't realize I was going to get a directing job out of this. This is fucking great. Last week I was talking about how my new year's resolution was to be a director more. You heard it here first folks. I fucking just got a job. Take it to the bank. Obviously Cisco's fucking my first AD. Like Cisco's keeping my ass on time. Like we got to, Cisco would actually probably be the best first AD of all time. Oh, Just yeah. like the chillest first AD. Like, hey man, you gotta get that shot, dog. You really need that shot? Nah, you good, bro. Move on, dog. Cisco's like, Cisco's like, we good, we good. We don't right, need we that. Can do one more. We could do one meanwhile, more. I'm gonna, meanwhile, I'm in a corner like yelling at somebody. <laughs> He's just crying and sweating. <laughs> so I'm okay. I like GPA. Mm-hmm. Let's keep, let's keep on, let's keep on the new, let's keep on the new. Yeah. So obviously you've got some, you're doing some live streaming, you're doing some Twitch streaming. You've got, you can watch episodes on YouTube, right? Correct. Yeah. At the good people association and on twitch.tv slash good people GPA, uh, or, or you can go to our website at the GPA.fun. I'm sure we'll do all those links at the end, but that's kind of where we're based out of. Yeah. And are you, are you going to build out the programming of it or is it going to just kind of be like a daily show conversation style thing was i'm assuming some pop culture all that good stuff 
Yeah, yeah. We have a Monday through Friday morning show with Josh McCuga called The Positivity Report that we're kind of building out. We have uh, uh, Riley's Star Wars show on Mondays. We have a, a movie show that they do because I don't really watch a ton of movies anymore. Uh, we have our main show, our hangout show on Wednesday. Thursday, a podcast with Josh and Amanda that we were doing under my old banner. Now over there, Fridays, is Josh has his game show idea that he's always done called Josh Pretty. And then other content coming and we're, we're creating a board game, and it's called Futility, the Actual Game of Living. Uh, we did our first round with Mark Ellis on, on the live stream and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it, that traditional kind of uh, just like Collider and a lot of other shows, SEN, all those kind of things, whatever you want to say, of just putting a bunch of shows out there every day that you can check in with and just hang out. Now, you keep, you keep saying something, and I'm picking up on it, but it's this idea of positivity, Right. Yeah. You've said it a couple of times. It's like, we're the good people. We're, we're spreading the good word, positivity. Now, I don't want to make an assumption. Mm-hmm. But is it possible you come from some fandoms that may or may not be incredibly toxic and you're looking to sort of breed positivity within your community? Uh, I, I'm no therapist, Ken. I'm no therapist, but yeah, that's part of my journey. So what, what's the deal? Tell me what's going on with this positivity. What's all this positivity talk? That doesn't sell. Yeah, it does, it does not sell. It does not sell on YouTube. It does not sell on YouTube. Yeah, you got to yell. You got to get in your car and be angry. Got a lot of those things. Uh, call people out, all those kind of things. Now, it's a combination of all those things. And it, let's end on what you, where you're going, Alex. Some of it was uh, Josh is just kind of a just a guy, just like I want to make people laugh and smile, and I want to have I want to show in the morning. And we look the world. The world's not suddenly. We didn't all wake up with a better world. Um, there's still a lot of work to do. There's still tough conversations to have. There's still going to be probably horrible, horrific things going on. Um, but this, uh, over this last year with everything and name, any one of them, anything going on, I just kind of, I, I put down Twitter and Instagram and f- Facebook. I mean, who, who should, everyone should put that down a, l- a little bit just to keep, you know, contact with your great aunt, I guess is fine enough, but, um, I just, uh, d- just loud noises everywhere. And for good reason, by the way, I'm not, I'm, you know, get engaged. And so we're not saying this isn't about find the good and just stick your head in the sand and watch puppy dog videos. It, it's like, let's, let's 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 all kind of approach life with a with a with a helping hand and see where you can spread that around and 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 treating people like humans and connecting on that level um and that's kind of where it started with josh was kind of driving that and of course mark and i are like that's great and then yeah what you're talking about is having been in the pop culture discussion world for five six years now i watched it go from jedi alliance days when maude garrett and i started it where we were talking star wars we're having fun and making a joke here and there because I think Star Wars should be poked f- fun at every now and then. It's silly. It's silly. Uh, you know, if you if you want to take Star Wars too seriously, the, the the one of the main characters is a walking dog. Like that's let's start from there. But it's also very serious and inspirational affects our lives. And Force Center goes deep into that. But yeah, following dude, Last Jedi. You know, it came. It just you you see it. You saw it in the Star Wars where my little Star Wars bubble was, but you saw what was going on, and you saw how that all also it's not started, but was going on in the world too. F- false information, uh, weird paths, weird trains of thought, where you're like, "How you, this isn't even what are you doing?" And it just became ugly, and it just became toxic. You said toxic, it just became not fun. And after after Rise of Skywalker, a movie I love dearly, and I know you guys don't love as much, um, but you you all have handled it better. And other people just uh, in, in my own life just it did not handle it well with me, and I just needed to disconnect from all of it and go into my four center corner, which is me and Joseph having 
deep conversations about what's in the stories there and the themes and the lessons and the silly stuff. And then I needed to go elsewhere and just like, let's, I'm not going to, I'm going to talk about movies that I love. Like I, I saw wonder woman 84. I'm not going to sit here and defend it as this wonderful movie, but there's things in it. I saw that I absolutely loved a message that I loved. And I'm going to focus on that or I'm not going to focus on it at all. You know what I mean? Um, and that's part of what we're going to be discussing and stuff over there. If that makes, if that makes any sense. No, I mean, I think it makes perfect sense, right? One of the things you you hit on is that resonated with me, right? Is you're you're not saying that everything's great and peachy and that well, let's all just pretend that everything's better and great and excited and stoked and that negativity is not a thing. Right. What you're saying is in this space, we're providing you a community that behaves like that. Yes. And that that's that's different. That is, do you need a fun place where you can dip into like uh, five hours of watching a crock pot stew. Yeah. Then we're that's, that's what this is, right? You're not going to get on and we're not going to start screaming at you about how your opinions are wrong and how, Oh, but I really, really, really like the movie and boy, Oh boy, am I really going to tell you how things mm-hmm. are? And I made a, a goal this year. One of my, actually, I, for, I think I did bring this up on the show last week but one of my big things is when it comes to pop culture i'm no longer tweeting about the stuff i don't like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so like if i don't like a movie i'm not i'm gonna i'm gonna tr- doing my best to not engage with content that rags on it or digs on it or anything it's just gonna be oh i like tenet or oh i like this or that was cool man soul is a great movie that that to me is so much more yeah. productive yeah. Not that people can't have opinions, but let's be honest on Twitter. 99% of it is salacious clickbait to get people worked up. Like the fact that on inauguration day, the last Jedi is trending, like get the fuck out of here. What are we talking about? I mean, it's four years old. Why is this movie trending? It is not that serious guys. Great movie. It is not that serious. What are we talking about here? First woman of color, vice president. Yeah, but I really hate what happened with Kylo. It's like, dude, got guys, come on. Like let's, so that, that to me is, it's just this, like, yeah, yeah. it's about reframing the way we interact with fandom online. And mm-hmm. when I hear you talk about a place that is positive, it's not about being blind and naive mm-hmm. to whatever, you know, shit things are happening in fandom or, or culture or just culture in general and saying, but in this space, we're going to focus on the things that we are positive about. We're just going to try to be positive because the moment you step out of this bubble, we know you're surrounded by it. We know you're inundated with it. You know, yeah, and just reminding everybody, community, 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 and building it through a Discord server and those kind of things. That's over on my own podcast feed. It's still going strong. Forceners going strong as well. And in and, and, and terms of, yeah, you, know, you mentioned the positive thing, yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, not to, I, to get confused to too much here, but yeah, yeah, no, you're 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 speaking the truth and and just a lot's changed too. Like, look, some movies are bad. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and back day five, six, seven years ago, whenever the hell. God, 2012, I started producing Schmoes and was on Schmoes. Wow, I cannot believe it's that long ago. But back then, there there was uh, it was a little bit more Wild West, and you know you, you could hack on the Transformers or something, right? Um, and it seemed harmless. It's not as harmless now. Um, 
And well, that's okay. That totally will fine with that because I think I, I am careful. And like I always talk about, like, I don't like Star Wars Legends, but I have to be more careful how I express that because for some people, particularly I always say a character of like Mara Jade, that might have been as a, as a female Star Wars fan who felt alone, that might have been the only character you gravitated to. And I need to try to be respectful of that, even though it's not a character I personally uh, enjoy or was gravi- gravi- uh, gravitated to in the 90s. Like, and that it shouldn't matter. And, and that's where I'm saying it's like, it, 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 you got to choose how you talk about it. Yeah. I, I think there's a big distinction between making fun of something, right? Or mm-hmm. like having fun with something that is silly and shitting on something because you're legitimately angry and butthurt about not being serviced in some way, right? I think there's like, there's a world of difference between those two things. And you can do one, which is like, make fun of star make fun of star wars make fun of transformers make fun of uh you know fast and furious whatever right like you can Mm -hmm. joke about those things without being shitty about them yeah 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 no that's it too that's it and and, um you know to to keep it on star wars we both have been kind of you know both uh all four of us here been living in the Star Wars arena where, you know, Black Series Rebels began in that arena and, and, and Force Center and Jedi Council and everything. And after Last Jedi, it clearly no longer was about what was on the screen. That might start some of the conversations and you might not like what they did with Luke and all those kind of things, whatever. But I was having conversations with real people, friends of mine, where their information was based off of lies. Mm-hmm. Of uh, you know agendas within Lucasfilm, or the you know I heard they were killing the you know they were killing legacy characters to not pay pay George Lucas. It's like that's completely one hundred percent false. But you have informed your entire opinion not on just the movie based on that lie. You formed it on me. Well, you're going after me. Uh, the shill talk. The you know the I still I'm just getting used to being okay with the word positive because I've literally literally been patted on the head by friends in this business. Oh, you liked Rise of Skywalker, but you're—I I respect your passion. You're so positive about your little Star Wars. I'm like, mother, bleep, I could tell you forty reasons why the movie is smart, intelligent, and spiritual. Well, you can tell me not one why you don't like it, but so I, you are now judging me. You are now talking, and, and, and the way you choose to discuss it is now turned it into a problematic uh, thing for me. And that's what I'm trying to just get away from. And I think right. that's what I think is so commendable about what you guys are doing with GPA. Because it's so much easier. And listen, I'm guilty of it. And I need to be more mindful and present and better about it. Because it's so it's easy. Damn. It's so easy to 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 be the snarky shit on it. You know. Cynicism easy. It's real easy. It's, it's quick really easy. Trust me, I know it's my fallback on everything. I but it's a lot harder to form like to to stick to it and form uh, honest opinions about the things you did like about something, even yeah. if uh the negatives outweigh the positive. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sorry. You know, I'm getting, I feel like I'm getting angry now. You guys were just like reliving the last. Oh, okay, buddy, there's a, there's a PTSD to the arena there, in which there, all there of us is. were in. But uh, even tonight on the show, on our main show, uh, we have this new uh, new comic uh, from Arizona named Daniel Bridge Gad. He was great. He was, a, he was a college quarterback, and he's a young com- He's a great kid. He, he, I mean, we're talking like 22, 23. Never he, he does doesn't really know what Star Wars is, and he took a shot at the prequels on the show tonight. And I'm joking and laughing. And, of course, I know what the prequels are to a lot of people, but they're movies I love, too, and find deep meaning in, right? But whatever. They also have silly stuff. Um, I got defensive. And we were talking Star Wars. He just made a joke about it. And on and Makuka called me. He's like, oh, yeah, Ken's actually getting mad. And it's what you're talking, Steve. For the last four years, we've just been – you step outside – and suddenly, boom, you're being hit in the head 
with hot takes uh, that are based that 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 that's why the shill thing really confused me at first, angered me, and still angers me because it's based on a lie that people don't understand the industry I was in. Uh, it's based on saying I like things to get access that I never had. And I could defend what I liked beyond just a tweet. You know what I mean? And it became ugly. So ugly where, you know, I could go on other shows or something like that. And, and that, and people will come in and attack who I am based on a lie. And that's, that's where the cynicism, all that kind of stuff, you know, that's, that's the dark side. That's, that's what it does. My friends, once you're on the dark side, forever it dominates your destiny. Um, I don't get that reference. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, it's, it's when the, it, it's a, it's the kid on the bike and, and he's got to get him home and he's got to phone home i think that's what it was <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah yeah stranger things mm-hmm. yeah stranger cool things. you know something and, yeah. and steve kind of just said you know he commends you on it but i think as i as we as we work through this conversation and we talk about the gpa and the goals of this new business and the idea of fearing creative and fearing, fearing the unknown as a creative. I think what I'm kind of picking up on is just this desire to purge cynicism from everything in your life. Yeah. It's not, it's not just star Wars, right? There's also a little bit of you there. That's like, I need to purge this idea that what I'm doing and and I'm not a therapist, so you can smack me away. But I'm getting I'm I'm therapizing you right now. That's do that, it. Do thera- it. Therapizing you, dog. Do it. It sounds like the real goal for Ken Knapsack this year is to kill some of the cynicism and move past maybe some 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 maybe built up tensions mm-hmm. that have been tough to cut out of your work that might be creative blocks, you know, like yeah. you, you do this because you, 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 you want to talk about pop culture because it brings you joy. You're a fan and it really inspires you and it inspires you to be creative. And it's the reason why you got into this business. And what you really are trying to do is to reframe your opinion of that lifestyle so that you can go back to those joyous creative moments where you're like now i'm writing screenplays and i'm not like if i if everyone's shitting on this thing that i find so amazing how am i ever gonna yeah make something like i I think about it constantly i'm like dude that movie wasn't good enough for me how the fuck am i gonna make a movie that's good like people didn't like tenet i'm fucked (laughs) well you know what though but you gotta this is one thing that you gotta try and understand or try and like uh work into your mindset is that like you think Christopher Nolan gives a fuck what you think or I think or anybody any totally. audience thinks doesn't give two shits. I I guarantee you he's not on Twitter. I mean, I don't know that for sure, but he's probably not on any kind of social media. If he and, is, he probably only engages with like teacup Twitter, like collectible teacup, something real obscure that nobody knows Nolan's into. He's on TikTok, yeah. I think there's a lot of creatives who avoid social media altogether to avoid all of that noise right Mm -hmm. and to not get caught up in it because it is very easy to get caught up in that i mean we all know that very very much um in our own lives and so when you're invested in being creative that kind of distraction is very uh the disheartening and it can, it, it it can really like destroy your creativity or your desire to even be creative because then all it, it all gets 
bogged down in a fear, right? Or mm-hmm. like um, in this just wondering of like, how are people going to react to it? And and that's something that if you're you want to be creative in any way, whether you're successful or not, you just yeah. you can't you can't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that right. we really noticed about this show, Ken, and I, I don't know if you if you felt the shift too, but right when we switched to audio only. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we were having a call just like this after we, we were, we, when we took this little break between the quarantine sessions and the podcast version of the show, but every Tuesday we would still meet and we would just talk just like, Hey, we got to keep in the rhythm of just having conversations, but we'll just talk about what we want the show to be. And I remember I just finally said what I was nervous to say to these guys, which was, I want to delete the entire black series rebels, star Wars, Twitter. I want to get rid of it. And they were like, well, you know, like we don't need to. And I was like, no, I think I need to wipe away that cynicism and I need it just to become a place of promotion mm-hmm. and I need to not engage with it anymore. And I know that if we make that, if we rip that bandaid off, it's going to be better for the show. Mm-hmm. And I know, I know I speak for myself. I don't know about these guys, but like our show has in terms of just pleasure doing it has quadrupled. Mm-hmm. cutting out Twitter. Well, the Just one thing that we don't do anymore is bitch about stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, we, don't, yeah. we don't get caught complaining about uh, discourse, fandom, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just whatever the, the buzz of the day or week is, we don't get caught up in any of that. And we just talk about shit that we really want to talk about. Yeah. That's similar to my approach to social media uh, back in May. Uh, it was it was already going, but yeah, to kind of what you're saying, you know, I still have it, and I'm still I I, I believe in it in terms of connections and and life change, you know. I, but but kind of what Cisco, I, I'm feeling what you're feeling, where it's just like, and this ties into the GP and ties into a new direction and ties into what you were saying, Alex, too, of just the citizen thing and of just like, um, I'm a, I I I don't want to I don't want to be affected by this negative or positively either uh in the sense of i just want to do what i want to do in this lane and if people connect to it and you can find it and i'll tweet to promote because i got to because that's the business we're in i stopped promoting my podcasts and i lost hundreds of downloads um and people would still you still doing that show every week but i guess if you don't see the tweet you don't see it um so there's some business side to that we all have to keep that for sure we're saying of just like uh, even, even I don't go on to say what I, I've been loving back is I've been loving your, like, I just, I would every Friday morning look for your Mandalorian. I liked it. Because <laughs> 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 that's quite frankly all I want at most. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like it too. I think there is, a, there is room for well thought out, thoughtful yeah. criticism, right? Stuff that totally. is like, it has there there is a place for that yeah what there isn't really a place in my life for is the snarkiness anymore like you know what i mean yeah. i get it I, it, it is just like we've, we've been saying it's super easy to get those off it but it's almost too easy now right where it's like everybody kind of gets those those little digs off now because it's so it's so just easy to go there it, it, because i don't know i don't i don't I, i'm not a Thera- therapeutizer uh, uh either Bacchus but it, uh, it's just because something you're saying there is just like go tying into star wars too but how how quickly it could slip and and obviously with what's gone on in our country in the last four years has has changed or affected a uh, weight on a lot of us but like go to star wars thing 
it's gone quickly from how quickly it came from, uh, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't like that. They had that in the movie too. One of my friends telling me, I don't know, man, they had an Asian girl and a, and a black guy. Then they made him kiss. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What did you say? Uh, yeah. Yeah. they forced it on me. Like, what are you saying? Yeah. They forced it. Like what, what, how, and it, that slipped real fast. And I think I want to cut it off at here. <laughs> well, there's, there's a, there's definitely privilege in sort of turning a blind eye to that. You know what I mean? Like, it's very yeah. easy to be like, well, right. people just don't like the movie cause they don't like what they did with Luke. Yeah. That's there's, there's a few people yeah. that are like that, but there's also this other really terrible, disgusting side of it. And it's, again, there's like a privilege to be like, well, I'm just going to be positive and ignore it. So I understand this desire to really purge it from fandom. Like, yeah. should that be there? Yes. And we, we say on our show to, to quote Slush Cold or Beauty Bar in Chicago, it's like we got no room for xenophobia, transphobia, homophobia, yeah. racism, fat phobia. Just get it the fuck out of here. Like, that's a, that's a given on this show. Mm-hmm. So, you know, here's where, here's where I stand, right? It's totally fine with me if you if you don't like what they cho- chose to do with Luke. If you, you were disappointed by that, I respect that 100%. What I don't respect is you saying, I hate what they did with Luke. Kathleen Kennedy has ruined Star Wars. Yes, yes. Right? Like that, they, those two things make no sense. Yeah. And so it's, it's like, and it's, and it's all come from the same shit, right? It's, people it's, it's, are, the same, it's the same muscle that suddenly a few years later was like, that election was not real. Right. Yep. And it's the same yep. muscle. And you saw, and I think we saw it special in the star Wars world. We saw it. Cause that's why at a last Jedi, I was just like, uh, I was, I was confused. They're like, and again, yes, there's probably someone listening. that's like, hey, it's not one of my favorite star Wars movies or I don't like Canto bite. This is not the you. same. Not the it's same. Not the same. But I remember oh, yeah. because I was in it daily. We're in it daily. <laughs> and I remember telling one, this is one of my friends who said that to me. It's one of my close friends. It's just like, I can't believe you're saying this. Uh, that was not, I mean, it, it, seeing a, a, an Asian woman and a black man kissing on screen. If you have a problem with that, that's, that's way beyond Star Wars. Buddy. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, that's straight up fucking racism. Yeah. yeah. And it's time to, time to fucking, get a therapist well and it's like yeah. it's that or feeling it's that feeling of being like whoa this isn't the lunchroom i thought i stepped into well uh, but, but, and, and but it, when i started jedi lines with maude garrett on, on, on 2014 that was kind of we were in that lunchroom going star wars wonderful silly i like this you like this whatever x-wings are cool and and within a year or two it was like you like x-wings you're dumb you're an idiot and everything you do, you know, and again, by the way, this isn't new human nature has been like that. We, we haven't been good people for a long time. Right. <laughs> like, sure. But it just, and it, and it changed. And suddenly to your point, Steve, over the last year, I just looked around, I got out of the press screening. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't want to, I don't, I want, I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. I, I need to do something different. I need to approach this differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, th- that was the other the uh, and now we're kind of roping it back into the beginning of the conversation. But like there was this very clear moment for me mm-hmm. when I realized that politics had become so corrosive mm-hmm. and such a problem in the United States over the last four years. It was always it was always there. But clearly something about it just really rose to the surface 
So and it really kind of came to the forefront of everything. And you watched it fuse with pop culture yes. where it was like, well, if you line up on this side of the aisle, this is what you think about this. If you line up on that side of the aisle, then you must think this way about this. And that to me was a really fascinating thing. And it became close to insufferable to partake in fandom because I was just like, I don't agree with any of this. (laughs) Like I know where I line up politically. I know, I know who I vote for. I know what I'm passionate about. And I, I I have very strong, a moral compass in my politics, but like I can have a functioning conversation about a giant talking dog, like growling dog and a hockey puck and not have it be, you know, whatever it's fused into now through Twitter. And again, th- there might be, this is me oblivious. That might be a privilege I have of someone who feels super represented in star Wars and is able to have very surface conversations about that. Like I, I, I don't want to oh, diminish yeah. anyone's connection to it, but yeah. no, 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 the, no. One thing, the one thing that this um, whole circumstance has, I, that I'm grateful for is that it's, shined a light on things that you wouldn't necessarily get otherwise. So like I'm able to pare down the people that I know that I want to hang out with now because of their opinions. There's certain opinions about things, right? So like if I hear them say X, Y, and Z, I'm like, we don't line up on that. I don't think I need to listen to your opinion about anything else now. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good on you. You know what yeah. I mean? And so like there's, there's some very easily distinguished lines now that I can see drawn that uh, you, you know, the line now where you can just cut people off and people are, are unafraid to, to uh, let their freak flag fly, I guess is the best way to say it. And so uh, in a bad, from all sides, in a bad way. And, uh, and that is a very easy way for me to identify people. I don't need in my life anymore. Well, it's, it's really yeah. interesting. Do you guys remember, like, cause we, we had just come out of the last Jedi shit. And, um, do you remember the feeling at Chicago when we did celebration? And it was like, wait, Star Wars fandom is good. Like it's great. Yeah, and it's this thing where well, as long as you don't have an internet, like that. well, it's I think it's always like that in person, but right. But it's also has to do with the fact of when you don't have an asshole with an avatar behind a computer with a fucking keyboard yes. typing whatever they feel confident saying they're not going to come up to your face and say that shit and so it was really like this moment for me where i was like f- sort of like cisco to to back off what you were saying we're like i know who i'm gonna hang out with and i know who i'm gonna yeah. like and i know who i'm gonna have conversations with and ken you and i don't line up on everything but goddamn i enjoy your your takes and you open my eyes to things but it's sort of one of those things where you realize that whether it's pop culture whether it's politics music, uh, video game world, like this behavior is a part of it all. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, 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 it's yeah. just how it is. And I think that sort of going with Cisco, it's like you learn to just adapt and go, wait a minute. Okay. Now I'm good. I, lo- I love that. I love that this conversation was going to be about, uh, do you want to start a new podcast? And it's going <laughs> to probably no, but Star Wars celebration is great. So every celebration is great. They're my favorite. And it's because it's in front of you and the people are in front of you and the joy's there and it's unadulterated and it, and it's just a, a, a communal feeling. And I think that that translates to everything else. It's, it's a simple basic thing uh, of, you know, for forgetting 
they're humans, individuals, and it's easier to be cynical. It's easier from a distance to go, I don't like that group. Uh, why? I don't know. I think it's because I have to vote that way or I was raised that way or da, 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 da. But, you know, they're humans. You're humans. You both get up in the morning and choose what you have for breakfast and you both, uh, you know, get bored and you both. And, and, and when you're in person, it's just human humanity. But interesting enough, in this last year with not a lot of humans around us, I think you're right, Cisco. It's just been it, it, Alex mentioned the Band-Aid ripping off of the going off Twitter, not having to feel like I have to foster false connections anymore. Which is a benefit to all parties. Yeah. Um, it's, and it's not like I'm cutting people off the lid. Like, oh, you did it. It's just like I found a different way to function. Now I've always been a little solitary kind of person. So you're all living my world. Um, uh, I've been I've been quarantined for most of high school. I quarantined, uh, but it's like uh, you know, you know what I mean, Cisco. Like, you, 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 it's just easier to go. I, I I see what my life is without some of this. <laughs> Yes, I didn't get to see it before. This was the great pause button press. And we're all hopefully part of it is finding the good and the bad even. And where can you grow from there? Where can you go into different spots? And where do you, where can you realize life is short? It's all chaos, man. So take shots. I want to write like crazy, you know, mockumentary style movie idea I have in my head. Like what have I been waiting for for 25 years? Boom. You I just would- hit it right there. You just hit it right there. Life is crazy. Take shots. I was just take, having take a very, go ahead, sorry. Cisco. Go ahead. I, I was just having a very similar conversation with my wife about this very subject. She was asking me about um, the movie Tusk that uh, written or directed by Kevin Smith, mm-hmm. and I was just like, you know, yeah, dude, that movie's not for everybody. So a lot of his movies recently aren't for everybody, but he has gotten to the point in his life where he's like, I don't give a fuck what people think. I'm gonna make what I want to make. If people like it, cool. If they don't. That's cool too, but I'm going to enjoy my creative process of what I'm doing and I'm going to put it out there for the world to see and let them judge on their own. And then I'm not going to give a damn about it. You know what I mean? And I, I may not like all of his movies, but I respect the hell out of that mentality and the, the, the the balls it takes to just do something like that to make a movie like tusk or make a movie like yoga hosers whether my opinion on those movies is besides the point it's irrelevant it's irrelevant to kevin smith (laughs) and to to the world really i mean you know what i mean it's like yeah but to kevin smith yes absolutely so you know i i just respect the hell out of people who take swings like that you know what i mean yeah, no, and I love too. Look, we are all we're all of uh, a you know certain ilk that is uh, you know as I'm talking to you, I'm looking at a at a Star Wars A wing Tally Lintra set that someone sent me. Like, and I love it, you know. And I'm collector. I'm a collector, and you're collectors. I look behind you, Alex. You got a wall of collectibles. We're all kind of we came from out of that '80s generation. Where even if you weren't born in the '80s, you know, it's like it, it, from then on, that's been our art. And we've kind of put so much into that of what people think and what you like is who you are. And it definitely represents who you are, right? Like I said, you know, politics are how you view the world or how you want the world handled. You know, like it's who you are, but the importance of it has faded. Uh, I remember an old friend, I'll, I'll tell you later off who it was because it's, it's a weird source for some people. But um, uh, I, I, was, I was a music snob. I was a rock DJ. And then I wrote for a, a web zine called Tiny Mixtapes for a while. I was a music snob, right? And uh, he was singing along to Vanessa uh, Carlton's 1,000 Miles. And I was like, dude, that's the worst song I ever looks. And he was like 15 years older than me. He looks at me and goes, let me tell you. I was like 24. He's like, let me tell you something. Eventually, you're going to realize in life that you hear something, see something, read something that you like. And you like it and you don't give a boop 
who who else likes it or who else likes you for liking it right and there's some that and that comes into the creative stuff and that kind of fueled in the last year of uh, this can all go so fast and if i want to try this and i want to put my heart into it and maybe it's not writing a movie maybe it's not starting a park podcast maybe it's a ending a relationship that's been problematic uh starting a new job that you always wanted or leaving the job that you never thought you could leave all those things some of us got a lot of that whisked away from us this year and you can see how fleeting it all is. And so you said, Alex, in the middle of a pandemic, we try to launch a company. You know, we, we are, be- we can, we can be in the room together because we're test regularly and we're not necessarily, you know, we're careful. We wear masks, but it's like, it's a risk. And we knew it was a risk. Um, but we, we now is the time it came and we got to do it. We got a new, new age, new moon, whatever you want to say, we got to go. Cause we all learned the last year, this, this in an instant, you're gone. You hit the nail on the head with the phrase, take shots. Now, I want to tie this whole conversation. So, might be people like, they talk about Phantom, they talk about stars, they talk about Joe social media, Buck. they talk about cynicism, they talk about Joe Buck, they talk about new shows, they talk about positivity. Like, what the hell are these guys talking about? I don't even know anymore. I will tell you exactly what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the last four years have been incredibly fucking cynical. Yeah. And in this moment right now on Wednesday, January 20th, while we're recording it, there's a little bit of hope that maybe I can take shots towards being the best version of myself. I can be creative. I can talk to the people that I want in my life. I can be the change I want to see in the world. I can not get mad. I can get rad. I can take shots. I can be creative, but to do that, you have to be willing to purge cynicism from your life. And that's a fucking hard thing to do. Purging cynicism is brutal. And trust me, I need it more than anyone. I got cynical today about something. I got cynical yesterday. Not saying cynicism is just going to disappear, but I tell you what, if you spend more time engaging with positivity or making a positive difference, Rather than cynicism, you're going to A, be more creative, you're going to be more fulfilled, and good things are going to come. And I truly do believe this for GPA, Ken. If you say that the GPA is leading to things like writing those screenplays, making movies, selling TV pilots, doing whatever creative thing the three of you want to set your mind to, it will do it. I, it will do it. Right. You have, you have it. Mm-hmm. Where well, first project is it's called the Joe Buck story, and it's the story of a young man chasing a dream. <laughs> Directed. That's by weird. Alex That's a really Backus. weird ending where he gets locked in a room with Bill Simmons yeah. and Cisco, and yeah, it's really it gets really fast. It's, it turns out it's a Saw Nine film. Um, no, no, I don't want to. <laughs> I, I, sure. I don't want to joke away your big point, Alex. But yeah, last last it it's, it lasts uh, four years. It's not just is because of who's in the white house or just because of that, but it, it, it's all there and it definitely flows from it. But it's just like, it's very easy to look at someone uh, crying for help and be like, eh, yeah, but really what's your angle? Uh, yeah, whatever. You know, I don't see it. You know, that's, that's stuff that's in, and I'm a comic, man. I'm a stand-up comic, cynical, sarcasm, sardonic, all that stuff. I live it. I'm that too. But, um, you know, to, to, to engage, to, to have empathy, to show compassion for humans, including yourself, removes a lot of roadblocks, I think, on the path forward. Well, I think that 
I'm super stoked for the GPA. I know that the three of us are super stoked. Man, I was really hoping we would be able to come by and see the set. And I know there's even been talk, spoiler alert, that maybe it'll become the new closet at some yeah. point where we'll come to a podcast and hang out on the GPA space and, you know, load it, load you guys up with pins and merch and yeah. help, help GPA on, on the, on the road to righteous radical sales figures. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's uh listen, man, I love seeing good things happen to good people. You should be super stoked. Yeah. You're one of the best dudes in the biz. Thanks, man. You know, I, I love that this podcast has brought a lot of really cool people into my life. This podcast is a huge reason why I even worked the day that I worked today. And that creativity will happen for you. I know it'll happen for all of us. So just keep grinding, stay positive. And remember, like the three of us got your back and I know the audience does. Ken, if the people want to check out the Good People Association, where the fuck can they check it out? Uh, it's pretty simple. You can start by going to the gpa.fun. Uh, we are uh, gathering standing memberships, but we are also more of that. If you don't want to support, you just want to watch, uh, just go to our YouTube channel. Uh, that's, that's, that's more than enough, man. The, the, we appreciate people popping on uh, uh, youtube.com slash C slash the Good People Association or just search it. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Good People GPA. Really hard to nail down a Twitter or, and, and so an Instagram handle these days. Everyone has has one everyone has what you want <laughs> so oh yeah everyone I mean, it has. Was, wasn't your first your first choice was uh google right you guys are going to be the googles the Google. <laughs> we're gonna, yeah yeah we're going to be the gp and the thought because it's the good people because we're not necessarily thinking we're the good people we're like you are all the good people and we're going to bring bring you all together and it's association of good people was the idea but yeah uh good people gpa follow me at cadnapsock uh, go to my website too uh at com, and it'll link to all the things you need to link to if you want Cisco, where can the people find you? Uh, same old places. Instagram, Twitter, Cisco Kid with 2D77. Steve, where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Rex Manning, and you can find all my bad takes out on Letterboxd. You can find me at Alex underscore Backus on Twitter, at Alex Backus on Instagram, or go to www.alexdoesstuff.com to check out whatever creative shit I'm currently whipping up in the workroom. With that being said, guys, we will see you next time on BSR. guys i'm here at pixar i'm about to go in uh start working on a collaboration project with pixar just kidding man i don't play that soft little baby shit man that's satan all day that evil satan stuff heavy metal shit man i don't fuck around with a little baby shit <laughs>